0: Welcome to Thirsty on
1: Tune where we drink wine and read webtoons.
0: Hi, I am your co-host Bronwyn, your webtoon obsessive, dopamine addicted, idiots in love and slow burn sommelier.
1: And I'm your co-host Chris, webtoons acolyte, enemies to lovers lover and bantercore aficionado.
0: So pull up a page, pour yourself a drink and let's dive in.
1: You're Thirsty on Main.
0: We're Thirsty on Tune.
1: Am I editing this out? No, no, I'm not. No, not any of it. No, this is a fast and loose recording. I know you expect such professionalism from us. (laughs) (laughs) That's the word. That's That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. That is the word. Well, I believe in redefining professionalism. So Mm -hmm. that's what we're going to call it. We're going to call it that. Fuck the patriarchy. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> what are you drinking Slash I, eating
0: <laughs> uh, yeah exactly I have a glorious white wine um oh. that I got from my friend Angela for my birthday and it's beautiful oh. it's the very last of the bottle I have a an excellent glass of ice cold water <laughs> <laughs> and I am eating for dinner a grilled cheese oh. um some wontons and some dill pickles wow <laughs> so, Bit of a weage as my mom would say. <laughs> I love that.
1: Uh, I have um some black hawk a uh, Cabernet Franc, but it is in a gender fluid mug. So this Aww. this is my gender fluid. You get see, get it? Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh and I am eating because we are both eating on the podcast. I'm so sorry, you know. Steve. You forgive us. Anyway. <laughs> He's going to murder us later, but on the bright side, not until this comes out, which is exactly. days from now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I am eating uh, pizza that is leftover and uh, Caesar salad also leftover from yesterday, but Ooh, it is
0: delightful
1: stuffed crust. And I am mm,
0: cheese. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can't go wrong with cheese. That's just, Can't go
1: wrong with cheese. you know, a
0: universal truth. Unless of course you're like deeply allergic, in which case I'm oh, I very am. sorry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I no. am. But does that stop me? No, no,
0: I know. I feel you. I'm allergic to fungus. And has that stopped me from, you know, eating brie or, mm-hmm. you know, even the occasional like uh, cambazola or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. no,
1: every once in a while, I just take a gamble. I will say like about half the time cheese is fine. It's milk specifically that gets me. But then the other half the time the cheese gets me too. And I just like, it's like Russian roulette. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be bad or not. We'll find out. Exactly. I'm so sorry everyone no. who lives with me.
0: <laughs> uh, For me it's not a uh, It's definitely not like a, a lactose or even a digestive thing, although it does occasionally make me vomit. Oh fun. But no, I get a a swelling and a rash. So oh, that's, it's super pretty. It's like
1: much worse. <laughs>
0: well, you can see I haven't been super careful with my food choices. Mhm. <laughs> I
1: love it. Yeah. I, yeah. Speaking of stomach problems, I don't know about you, but I've had the worst chronic pain shit this whole
0: month. Oh no. Yeah. (laughs) Oh God. Well, I mean, migraine constant, but yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That too. They usually go hand in hand for me. Yeah. Uh, You know, all the sexy NBs have stomach problems, right? (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) It's bad. I don't know. It hasn't happened in a while. I have absolutely no idea what's causing it, but I'm just like in pain. So that's where we're at. That's the energy we're bringing.
0: Okay. Well, let's, uh, I mean, I think that's sort of appropriate for Cherry crush it does feel appropriate. I will say, like, I always like to
1: talk about it, even though it's like super gross. Because I remember the first time I heard a podcaster talk about having like chronic IBS, and it made me feel so seen. Yeah, that <laughs> was like, I, that was uh, my brother, my brother, and me. They talk about it a lot, and I'm and genuinely, I'm like, it makes me so happy. <laughs>
0: It's true. We're all here for some relatable content.
1: Right, right. Anyway, if you're out there and your stomach is hurting for no apparent reason and you're being a brave little soldier about it, I'm with you.
0: Exactly. We got you.
1: (laughs) Anyway, Bronwyn, what are we reading today? And can you hit
0: us with that blurb? I can. We're reading Cherry Crush, which is an absolutely adorable webtoon, uh, which is sort of like... Cute and then angst and then angst and then oh cute. yeah cute we're gonna talk about that <laughs> okay and for those of you who don't get the visual here there was some significant eye contact yeah yes <laughs> yes
1: you think you can't make eye contact over zoom you don't even know you don't even know you don't so know.
0: okay well from a blurb what happens when you fall in love with your best friend but a you're too afraid to confess your feelings and b he's keeping secrets Cherie is about to find out. Meet Cherie and Crush, two best friends from high school reunited after Crush's unexplained disappearance from Cherie's life. Now they're roommates, sharing a tiny, shitty apartment because it's all they can afford at their entry-level salaries. Feeling like they'll never be able to get caught up, let alone ahead, in this system that's designed specifically to keep the poor poor and the rich richer, they're just struggling to get by and stay together. Are crushes' secrets going to come back to tear them apart?
1: Yes, <laughs> they are. Um, so, for the first time ever, listeners, I wrote a blurb too. Ooh, excellent! Okay, because let's it have it. it. It didn't fit with my genre, so I was like, "No, what? It's going to be a blurb." This comic is what happens. When you take a sweet little manga rom com and put in a whole ass lot of John Wick,
0: <laughs> oh my god, it's so true. <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. Yep. Nailed it. Yeah. Right. It is. Yep.
1: It is. It. It is. Yeah. And I'm not quite over it yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I know.
1: Aggressively loudly flips my fork in anger.
0: <laughs> Again, Steve, I'm sorry. You might want to just skip this one. <laughs> oh god, his poor noises. Okay. I know. Uh, for those of you who don't know, poor Steve has a deep sensitivity. Like deep and abiding sensitivity yeah. to, um, noise in the background. Yeah. <laughs> and not in uh-huh. like a pain way, like myself with my migraines mm-hmm. or, or yourself with your migraines, emo- but emotional way. Yeah. Yeah. It burrows into his brain, like a little worm and he cannot function until he gets it out. And it's awful. Yes. This poor guy. I know. Can't handle I feel it.
1: genuinely so bad for him because since I have become part of his podcast on a regular basis, I have inadvertently triggered this like 20 to 30 times. And I literally am incapable of not doing it because I have no idea. I have ADHD so fucking bad that I'll just be sitting there and he's like, what is that noise? And I'm like, I have no idea flipping thing upside down, like repeatedly. And I'm like,
0: oh, that ironically, <laughs> it's a symptom of ADHD. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That he that this sensory. Sometimes
1: issue is. your ADHD so. and my ADHD just, just do not don't. ADHD together. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm so sorry, Steve. Content warning for us completely failing to not eat on the camp on the um, report. <laughs>
0: I know, right? Oh God. Okay, so moving along to genre. Mm-hmm. What I have here is anti-capitalist friends to lovers to hand an unlovable hand to match baggage angst to happy to angst to happy with deeply subversive notes and high points of friendship, inebriated decision-making and growth.
1: (laughs) So much inebriating decision-making, which I can only assume is what
0: led you to pick this by being Ah, inebriated when you made that decision. I love this and I stand by it.
1: (laughs) My genre is... Idiots in love, murder husbands, friends to strangers to question mark, question mark, question mark, uh-huh. with heavy doses of angst you won't see coming and abandonment issues, TMTM. TM.
0: <laughs> Look, I know you.
1: <laughs> I know you know me. And you came for me like this. I did. So yeah. I'm like, what did I what did I do, Broadway? Like, what <laughs> pissed you off? I'm just <laughs> I have questions and <laughs> questions. What made you sit down and be like, what is going to hurt the most? <laughs> and pick this <laughs>
0: look it's gonna have a happy ending we're not there yet <laughs> i'm getting there i waited until it was in sight before i made you read it <laughs> not in sight enough <laughs>
1: i simply do not accept this they
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. characters you go first okay so Obviously, Cherie and Crush are our favorite characters. But honestly, if I had to pick somebody other than them, it's Tez. Mm-hmm. I love Tez. Holy crap, mm-hmm. I love Tez. Um, also, Thorne. I really like Thorne. I find him so interesting. I love yeah. that you can have a visual medium like this with somebody signing. Yeah. I love too. him. And I also really, really like Cherie's friends, Bam and Yao. Mm-hmm. I think they're hilarious and they're adorable. They're so cute and they're just genuinely nice, like friends. They're not all, <laughs> they're sometimes a little bit enabling. <laughs> yeah. But they're good so friends. Like a lot. <laughs> like a lot. I love,
1: um, I love when they're, when they're discussing like uh, the confession that has taken so long. And those friends are like, I think
0: you got rejected. <laughs> <laughs> like so sorry man but like, I don't uh, think that went your way <laughs> I, I
1: think you feel really happy about this but if you didn't get an enthusiastic yes I hate to break it to so you but let down easy
0: <laughs> yeah friend. so sorry
1: but also like sometimes you can let someone down so easy they don't notice yep <laughs> r.i.p uh yeah <laughs> I, I agree I agree with all those I was <laughs> I was really going to say to you with my whole chest that I didn't remember the names of the main character. Like it isn't the name of the.
0: Story. Oh my God. You're hilarious. I
1: really, I I pulled a reverse of our usual where we usually don't remember the title, but I genuinely was like, I can't remember. And maybe it's because it's the title that I couldn't remember their names. It's part of my title blindness. <laughs> I was genuinely like, what are the main characters of this call? The story, Ch- uh, Cherry Crush. What are their names? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go lay down
0: at a quarter. Right? God. Oh, my God. I love that you're responding so viscerally to this. Mm-hmm. It makes me really happy. I'm not going to lie.
1: Angry about it, Broadway. I mean, you were so angry at me
0: when I made you read Are You Screwed? I know.
1: And I was like, at least we're not reading Are You Screwed? I don't know. It's pretty close. <laughs> pretty. If not equally. Honestly, it may be more angsty just because of actually what it's about. Yeah, it's true. Are you screwed? Was like, what if we cause our own problems repeatedly, constantly over a span of time? This comic actually has real angst for real problems.
0: Yeah, it's true. Uh, it's true. Unwell, oh, but it's so good.
1: Yeah, i to be angry about the whole. This this is a rare episode of Thirsty where I'm just angry the entire time. <laughs>
0: I'm living for it, just FYI.
1: Gronwyn <laughs> actually is a sadist. You all didn't know this, because she Look. seems so sweet.
0: But let me say, she read those LaCoy series, too, and she liked it. I did. <laughs> Look, Nobody ever sees me coming. I'm Unikitty, okay? Always the sweet ones. It's always the sweet ones. <laughs> you don't know what they're like behind closed doors. <laughs> um. Okay, so do you have any fave ships? <laughs> No. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> oh I know you can do better than that. Uh, <laughs>
1: obviously, I ship myself in therapy. Thank you. <laughs>
0: uh
1: of course it's Cherry and Crush. They're obviously adorable. They they're, are. they're I mean, are they I mean they're awful, but they're adorable in yes. a bad way.
0: Yeah.
1: I hate that I love them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I really do.
0: I love them so much. I do too. I we love God, them. They're so really much.
1: cute. They're just so awful. <laughs> and we be clear, we should, we'll talk about, we just skipped, I, oh, I guess we didn't skip over, we just kind of meld them together. The character part of it, like yeah. actually talking about the characters, I will say, They're not awful people. That's not what I mean. They're just awful at being people.
0: Yes. (laughs) They're deeply unskilled at being people. They're so profoundly
1: bad at it. All of them. All of them. Except for Tez. Like, Tez Tez is so functional. Yeah.
0: Tez Tez is incredibly functional. Especially considering the circumstances. Yeah. Tess is that, fucking aspirational as far as I'm concerned.
1: Tess literally gaslights gatekeeps and girl bosses her way through every day. Yes. And I
0: love that for her. I, I love really that do. for her. She's incredible. So like, okay. Yeah. So we have Sherry and we have crush and mm-hmm. we originally don't know that much about crush. We, we mm-hmm. get most of this from Sherry's perspective. Um, and We just know that Sherry has deep abandonment issues.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's the entire plot. (laughs) Terry is really cute, too, in that he is, like, so soft and sweet externally, but he's, like, a tough badass, actually. Yeah. And, like, again, speaking of things you don't see coming. I know abandonment issues is my deal, but did you relate to Sh- uh, Sherry a lot?
0: Um, <laughs> uh, maybe a tiny, tiny touch. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh
1: huh. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I, I know who you are in this equation. Minus my <laughs> abandonment issues, you are definitely. I know.
0: Ready. Yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I am the angry chaos
0: kitten that is Crush. Obviously, obviously,
1: (laughs) obviously,
0: super loyal, so angry and so angry. I mean, rightfully so. He's literally been raised by the anti-capitalist mob. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. When we get to themes, we're gonna have so much to talk about. We're gonna gonna have a few. We're gonna have a few to talk about. Yeah,
1: I have such complicated feelings about everything that happens in
0: the story. (laughs) No. I love that though. And so I that's too. one of the reasons why I picked this though is because like typically I read a lot of stuff that's fairly simple mm-hmm. and then I overthink it because that's yeah, what I do love and I love that. But I read it because it's, I like how it calms me. I like how, yeah, you, you don't know, it's very soothing, right? This <laughs> is this, I read this because I get some of those same sensations with the romance and things like that, you know, mm. but. It also has something to say, but it also says it in a messy way, which Mm -hmm. is very realistic. Yes. And I love that. I love that. I find I don't read much of that because I can only handle so much. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I did want to touch on that. So it's not just like, not just like fluffy all the time, you know?
1: Yeah. No, you're right.
0: There's and, a and range.
1: It is funny because we literally, is it our last recording? I think it was our last recording. We're like, we really never read eggs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then you with your whole chest picked this and didn't warn me. Ow. <laughs> but I tell well, you, a little <laughs> date mate. I forgot. Okay. Yes. But let's be honest, did you forget or did you do this on purpose? Tell The I mean, show, tell the show what you did. I mean, I didn't forget exactly. You didn't forget, you but knew I did.
0: Full force, I didn't into read it. it and be like, Oh, this has got abandonment issues, I must make Chris read it. I read it and I said, Reverse oh, I the tape this. to <laughs> earlier when you
1: said that exactly. That was just that was that was just a bonus. <laughs> I take it to the tape again from five minutes ago.
0: <laughs> Look,
1: <laughs> uh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
0: It's so <laughs> um, okay, so I have a crack ship I want to mention, though. Crack ship. Okay, so um, my crack ship is a thruple, because of course it is. And it's Tez Thorn. No, like, the you know, the blonde crazy one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> because seriously, like. Honestly, I do think Tez and No are in love. Like I right? think that's real. And I um, think that Thorn would be the balancing factor. I Agree. I agree. It yeah, that's actually I don't is that a crack ship? I'm not even I don't sure it is a crack ship. Because like I'm not sure it's gonna happen, but it's not a crack ship, I don't think. It's like basically canon. Uh because yeah, Tez at least. I don't know how I don't know how dr- directionally it goes at this point, but Tez is definitely in love with No
0: for some reason. <laughs> I know Noah's like whole oh, hardcore like, yeah she's like, we intense. all have our
1: problematic faves uh Tez just happens to actually know her problematic fave <laughs> exactly uh, yeah, I should it too I'm, I'm there right I don't know kind of
0: Noah's like what happens if you like take a lot <laughs> abandonment issues to the extreme of violence mm. like John Wick
1: <laughs> yeah Yeah, no, no, no is what happens when um, single white female hasn't quite gone over the edge yet. (laughs) No is this close to gone girling everyone she's ever met. I can keep going. <laughs> I watch a lot of these crazy women movies yeah. because I do enjoy seeing a woman lose it. So <laughs> right. It's very cathartic.
0: She's uh she's yeah, she's barely restrained.
1: <laughs> no, she's is, she is she is literally in her villain era at yeah. this moment. Like yeah. she is she's is reputation era, Taylor Swift. I mean I, she's I in I really her villain era
0: and like she's she's not weaponizing her villain era she's Hmm. like turned it into a job quite literally yeah
1: yeah again gaslight gate girl boss
0: yeah (laughs) so good oh so good so
1: should we do those themes now i think we should should we tell some people what's actually going on because if you haven't read this you're like what the fuck
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's a few themes here Okay. um Anti-capitalism. Oh, that is that is the first <laughs> big theme. Yeah. yeah, it is deeply anti-capitalist. Yeah, for sure. Which I love. I'm here for it. Like, oh
1: yeah. It's it's a weird, it's a, it's a weird one because yeah. it's one of those where we you're like, yeah, they're right though, but also awful. <laughs> It's a story. Yeah. The mob is a good way to put it. Like their intention is to be inherently anti-capitalist. Like it it kind of reminds me of Leverage, actually, if you ever watch that show, which is like my comfort anti-capitalism show. But unlike Leverage, the group of criminals is not led by someone with a moral compass. (laughs) The group of criminals is instead led by the worst one.
0: (laughs) Yeah deeply um, the worst deeply the worst so that makes it somewhat problematic although right we're gonna get back to that in predictions so right it, it's interesting
1: because like tez seems to be of this very interesting impression that this thing started pure and has ended up bad but then you get flashbacks to how it was before and you're like It'll- did it ever start pure? cuz i'm not i'm not really seeing the evidence of that tez like i think we've got some rose tinted glasses on but also you know? like
0: i think the concept of pure is kind of an interesting yes. one to bring in here because yes when it's kind of like when you're fighting against something mm-hmm. as big and powerful as capitalism sure all and all of your sort of legitimate tools are, are honestly designed to work against you. Yeah. Every one of them. So every opportunity you have every, every thing you have at your disposal, everything you could possibly gain or do is designed to work against you and support the system that you're trying to dismantle. Yeah. At what point do you give up the concept of doing it legitimately?
1: oh yeah and, and if I, you I, give up
0: the concept of doing it legitimately and you're talking rebellion and you're talking about yes. this like
1: yeah mm-hmm. no and i guess i should clarify i don't think i or tez was thinking of pure in that way i meant like ideologically pure mm. where i think she viewed it especially when crush's father was part of it she viewed it as like we were ideologically pure and she's trying to get back to that place when they oust the leader whose name i legit already forgot yeah uh, I couldn't ever crush. Rohan, Perry, I think. Okay. Yes, <laughs> Rohan. Uh, I was in a pit of eggs. I wasn't in taking in information <laughs> in a enough. very effective way. Uh, but tr- truly, like I couldn't take notes. I was way too in it.
0: Um, oh my God. I Every episode, I'm apologizing to your therapist. Well,
1: Melissa, you deserve, everyone, Everyone get together my GoFundMe to get a bottle, like a pack of like monthly delivered wine for (laughs) Melissa. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We love her. (sighs) Melissa's like the the extra character on our podcast. Yes, it's true. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) I love it god I literally forgot my train of thought oh the, I think Tez saw it as like ideologically pure when Crush's father was a part of it, Fair. it was that you know idea of like well you know the methods whatever their means justify the ends kind of in Tez's brain right but the ideology was pure and then Rohan made it very selfish and was like manipulating it but I really don't think Tez is right like I, I think it was always extraordinarily messy and yeah. Crush's father was not better i think he was just the the devil she knew
0: yeah and i'm yeah, I'm
1: very curious yeah go ahead
0: i think i think it's really hard to be ide- ideologically pure sure
1: Nothing's when you've pure. been raised in
0: this society
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right i, I, I think, think that's it where it comes down i think it would feel to be clear i think it's well written i'm not saying it shouldn't be this way i think it's actually powerful that it's written this way mm-hmm. um but i think it i think it would be stronger if there was an awareness that that ideological purity isn't there. But I don't think that is present. I think everyone is real bought in. So at a certain point, this thing that is inherently fighting for a good cause, Mm aptly capitalism, is looking a little more like a cult than it is. You know what I mean? And I think that's what happens, unfortunately, sometimes. Like, I think think a lot of the time. Yeah. It's really easy to drink your own Kool-Aid. Like, you know, and not be, lose self-awareness, especially to some degree, right? They have to compromise so much of what they believe is right to accomplish what they're doing that at a certain point, you either learn how to roll with the cognitive dissidents or you stop thinking about it. And I think that's where they're at. And I really do think that's part of like where you get to when you're fighting against something as big as anti-capitalism a lot of the time. Yeah. And I'm really, so I just did this major rewatch of all the Hunger Game movies and I'm so obsessed, y'all. I'm back in my 2013 era, um, but there's there's like a really powerful point in it. I guess spoilers for a movie that's that old, but um, <laughs> there's a point in it where they are, they, the rebels are taking over and Katniss realizes the rebels have, become just as bad as the thing that they're taking over and it's one of those moments where she was like i thought there was nothing worse than the capital but then i met the people fighting them who have become them basically
0: yeah and that is unfortunately a story as old as time right
1: yeah french revolution i mean
0: it happens a lot it happens a lot it happens. it's happening now all over the world like it mm -hmm, it mm -hmm it's happened it happens because of a lot of reasons like a lot of what you were talking about with when you start fighting with something you think of as ide- ideologically pure and then you consider you continue to think of your ideology as pure while mm-hmm. still making concessions to try and get the job done and it's a very slippery slope and there's no stop on that slope you think there is mm-hmm. but there isn't no you know and so all of a sudden you're at the bottom when you started at the top and you don't even notice the slide you know And then all of a sudden you're just as bad because you've gone into this with the idea that the ends justify the means. And I honestly don't have an answer for how that's different. And like, I I don't, I don't think that the ends justify the means for most things to be perfectly honest. I think that that's, that's flawed reasoning in a lot of ways, but I don't have a better option. You know, I know that like I can, you can see the pattern over and over and over again, in all yeah. sorts of power upsets around history and around the world, and in all cultures, and in all sorts of different, you know, like so, it's yeah, it's very comprehensive. Where yeah, that power starts corrupting, you know, yeah, and so I think it's really interesting that we're seeing that here too, with that concept of the ideology having been pure, yeah, even though I really don't know that it can ever be,
1: yeah. Yeah. And I don't I don't, again, I don't know what the answer is either. We can look at this and I, and I think that's why stories like this are powerful. Cause you can look at it and be like, yes, I, that is a thing to be conscious of. But yeah. I guess if we're going to get like a real, like, I swear I didn't just take an edible, but we're going to get real galaxy brain. On this I love shit. it. Let's do it. I just, it's just wine. <laughs> um, um, getting real galaxy brain on this. I guess we could say that for literally Everything about life is the only thing we can really hope to do is be conscious of what we're doing. Yeah. Um, because acknowledging
0: the consequences because there are always going to be them, you know. Being
1: aware and always striving to do better, I think, are what we can do.
0: Yeah. Um, that's a, yeah, that's a good point. And see, I love this story because it makes you think about this stuff. Like, because yeah, I absolutely side with the anti-capitalist people, and yet you watch them do stuff and you're just like, that's yeah, not okay.
1: Right. I signed with them ideologically, but I had a very hard time rooting for them. Yeah. For, um, largely. Yeah. Um, I felt very stressed by them. The entire especially, time.
0: especially for me, because it was so corporate.
1: It was. It was. Exactly. It's like, it's not, a, it, it, it's theoretically, it's
0: like capitalist, but it is inherently capitalism. And that's, so. that is part of the huge problem, right? Like is, yeah. we're so indoctrinated in this. That yeah. even trying to break out, we fall into the same system. Yeah. Because it's yeah. what we know.
1: Yeah. And it's it's really, so I actually, I mean, it's interesting because they're not, they are both and are not the villains of the story. But they are, like, they kind of are. Yeah. They are the major source of, like, problems. They are constantly pushing toward, I don't know, the, the same bad, evil. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It was hard. It was a hard one. It was a hard one to feel any kind of anything other than unpleasant during. Like,
0: I'm not going to lie. No, I, I mean, I I disagree on that one because I, I really deeply enjoyed it, but I, I enjoy that concept. I love that feeling of sort of the gray area of it. I like mm-hmm. the fact that I feel deeply invested in these characters. And I still disagree with some of their actions, Sure, but I, I don't know what else they could be doing in the situation. I don't have an alternative. I just feel Mm -hmm. like that one isn't right. Like, and I don't like coming to the table without solution-based thinking. Like I, yeah, it's stressful. It's very stressful for me, but in this way, it's the, in the way it's presented, I'm, I really enjoyed it. Like, I really thought like this really kind of it's one that gets my juices flowing instead of yeah. kind of triggering anxiety.
1: Hmm. <laughs> and a different I'm, response. I'm sorry. I did. I had a very different no, response. I'm I, I, really I am like glad this. you did. I just, it genuinely made me anxious. So. Yeah. I I don't hate it. I feel like I sound really negative. I don't hate it. I think it's a good story. I just didn't have a good time reading it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Which I'm so sorry yeah, about because right. I really, really did have a great time reading. I do have, like, I look forward to when it updates and I get a little yeah. notification. I'm like, oh, click. <laughs>
1: I'm so glad. I, I don't even know if I could tell you specifically why it wasn't. I guess. It's, I, I again, I don't want to sound like I'm being negative. So I hope I'm not conveying negativity. I feel like I just have a hard time not conveying absolute enthusiasm sometimes. <laughs> right. But, um, I feel like it wasn't. For me, and that's so rarely the case and has never been the case on the show. I don't know how to handle it.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. That's okay though. We're allowed to have thank you. You know, we're our brains are shared, but it's more of a Venn diagram than direct overlap. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it it honestly might have been more for me at a
1: different point yeah. in time than it is right now.
0: Um I don't have more thoughts on that. That's just where I'm at. <laughs> no, fair enough. Um One of the themes that I really, really enjoyed about this one too, though, is the concept of letting go of anger and resentment as a way to manage rage and pain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I think that's an important one to talk about. And it's really interesting in the context of this story because so much of their lives have caused them to feel this rage and this pain. Yeah. And so yeah, much of has left them feeling powerless because they have been powerless, essentially. Yeah. You know, and sort of processing that and mm. like m- getting through those sensations and getting through kind of moving on to, to be able to participate in life in a way that isn't constantly mm. um, overwritten by this pain and this rage. Right. So that you can get some power back or get some Concept of of maybe at some point having some power in your life, <laughs> yeah. Um, having to let go of that, you know, is, is...
1: yeah, no, I know, yeah, <laughs> yes. I know, but God, I really like that. Just, I, liked... I think that's where why I bounced off it so hard is because that's literally where I'm at right now, yeah,
0: <laughs> fair enough, yeah, that's true. <laughs> this might be with a little bit too soon,
1: turns out, I mean, but genuinely, I think, um having been through very recently a kind of capitalist hellscape that Mm -hmm. set my life off course I think reading this I was like wow see in in a way that is uncomfortable
0: (laughs) (laughs) I did not anticipate that and I should have I'm sorry
1: no it's not you're you're allowed to push me to read things that are going to be hard that's not like it's not like you can't do that it's I promise you can (laughs)
0: Yeah, but I want you to have a good time with it too, especially for me with something I really enjoy.
1: But- I know. I'm not, I'm really j- trying to be a bummer. I just no. had a hard time reading this one. And it's not even that, like, I didn't enjoy it while I was reading it. It was that I had a hard time actually reading it. Like, I would stop and go, I need a break like, yeah. a between it. And so it we took literally like three or four extra weeks since we intended to record this. And I still was like pushing to get done.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I understand that. I There have been some of the most incredible books in my yeah. reading life that have been so hard for me to read, mm-hmm. where I read something and then I'm like, oh, okay, nope, mm-hmm. I need to step away. I need to process my feelings about this. I'm having some yeah. big responses that I need yeah. to work through before I go on with this, you know? Yeah, so I totally get that. I totally get that.
1: Yeah, um, if you go back to our date made episode, we literally had a discussion about what you know when you get those big responses. It's like, oh, this is about me. This is not about the story. You know? Exactly. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. I, yeah. So I, I was trying to think about it because I really was, and I haven't talked to you too much off the show because I wanted to do all of this processing on the show. <laughs> Why do I do? I this? love it. I don't um, know. It's great though. <laughs> I genuinely, you know, I, I, I've also just it's better if we don't do it twice. It comes off more natural, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But genuinely, I was like trying to figure out how to approach talking about this one because I knew how much you loved it. And I also knew it wasn't bad. Like there was nothing wrong with it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we have a, you know, we haven't talked about this in a while, but we have kind of an impetus on this show. We don't talk about things we genuinely don't like because we just think it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. You know, um, we just occasionally make vague references to that one (laughs) never named exactly (laughs) because I think it's funny (laughs) to do
0: that. Yeah, but we're not here to yuck anybody's yum.
1: I'm not and I'm not and I'm not because I know this is good and I know I should like it.
0: Oh there no, you know better than that word. That's what I was about.
1: That's (laughs) what I was about to say. Should doesn't exist and I don't like it, but it's not its fault. Yeah. And I and it's it's very good and I want to recommend it, but I can't enjoy it right now.
0: (laughs) And that's okay. That's okay. Because I really do. So I'll enjoy it enough yeah, for the both of and us. I wanna, and you I kind of want to hear feelings. you
1: talk about what you enjoy because <laughs> I think that I'm hearing this for the first time without my own lens.
0: So go for it. Well, one of the things that I really love too um, <laughs> is how it handles the Spider-Man conundrum. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. And you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say I that. I know how much you hate it too. I hate it so much. <laughs> So for anyone who isn't completely familiar with what I call the Spider-Man conundrum, it is when you get a hero who decides that he needs to save the people he loves by, you know, completely keeping them in the dark and making all of their decisions for them and removing all of their autonomy. (sighs) Because he loves them so much (laughs) and needs to protect them. Oh my God, stab. (laughs) I also call that
1: the first two seasons of Flash yes precisely so
0: (laughs) crush does this he tries to do this he's i mean there's more it's more complex than that you know he he does have a mandate from this anti-capitalist corporation (laughs) (laughs) to cut ties with his life yeah um they're a bit
1: they're a bit jedi order about
0: the not having attachments bullshit exactly um but I like that cherry, the Shodi cherry calls him on it and is just like, dude, not okay. This, these are my choices. You don't get to make them. Exactly. Like, what the f- is wrong with you? <laughs> mm. Turns out, fair bit. I mean. <laughs> yeah, actually a lot. Actually, it's many things. Lots and lots. You know, like this. a long he's list. He's kind of, he's gonna kind be of feral. Here, right? I'm not going <laughs> to. He is feral. Oh, that's a great word. (laughs) I I will credit
1: um, David R. Slayton, who recently has been referring to his character in his upcoming book as his feral firstborn. And I just like, I'm obsessed with that now. Oh
0: my God, I love it. I've been referring to this as my feral 40s. (laughs) That's great. I love that. Oh, I'm here for it. Um, I love the fact that this entire comic is basically be gay, do crimes.
1: Oh yeah, like the most crimes. Be gay and do so many crimes. Do
0: so many crimes. If there's a crime, let's do it.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. And and once again, thirsty on tune is unequivocally on the side of murder. (laughs) (laughs) We should probably unpack that at some point. We should.
0: How's that one coming along?
1: our final episode of the show we'll have Melissa
0: on as a guest oh my god can we please do that I'm sure it's
1: breaking so many codes oh my, oh god, my god so
0: many but I think I just oh I love that so much right <laughs> oh god okay if we're gonna talk about things that I love in this comic let's go on mm-hmm. to a little bit of story specifics okay mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, this is also going to blend into quotes because I have um some screen caps that i have to go over (laughs) i'm excited but like the syndicate Mm. we need to talk about the syndicate like Mm -hmm. could you have a more evil name could you Mm -mm. no that's not a thing so like this is the supposed good guys no 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 i mean we're not even trying to make them the good guys we're definitely saying you're gonna have complicated feelings about this
1: right (laughs) They really sat down and were like, what can we call our good organization? The syndicate. The
0: syndicate. Yeah. Okay. What did you think was
1: going to happen when you named it that? Right. (laughs) Like whoever named Hannibal. (laughs) Yes.
0: Seriously. People eating was definitely in his future. That was just a thing.
1: What does his name rhyme with? (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) Um... I also deeply love as a story specific, the video game with Crush's likeness as the main character. So funny. Oh my God. What an interesting little tidbit and kind of like red herring or important. <laughs> I, what? I don't Is know this but I a love metaphorical
1: it. eye patch or not. Yeah. I don't
0: know. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't know. I'm leaning towards metaphorical eye patch, but who knows at this stage it could come back. It could come back. It's so funny.
1: <laughs> i love i think probably my favorite part so far like cue up taylor swift's coney island i'm just gonna be referencing taylor swift for the rest of my obviously. life That i got back from eras tour obviously um but their entire date at the like little theme carnival, thing. of- carnival yeah. thingy-majig oh, i just love that entire date it was so stupidly cute and it was so stupid which was also delightful because uh crush is supposed to be hiding and he decides to go to a carnival which ends up being the same carnival that um the two ladies of girl boss gate keep gaslight yes
0: tez and
1: no both of them no and then tez is like trying to keep no from finding them and um crush is trying to keep no from finding them and it's just chaos meanwhile cherry is like giving himself pet talks in the mirror and, like, this is such chaos right and Sherry's just like today's the day i'm going to confess yes <laughs> which leads back to our phone conversation that was so funny where he's trying to explain like i confessed that it went great and his friends are like uh yes, um... fact check that for me because yeah. i not seeing the part where it went great <laughs>
0: because of course Crush is like, oh God, I have to leave in like 30 seconds, but Cherie's so cute and I don't know what to do. And then Cherie picks that exact moment to be like, I'm in love with you. I've been in love with you for so long. And yeah. Crush is like, oh dear God, I'm about to abandon you again.
1: Yeah. Remember remember when you were like, just don't ever do that to me again. And then I did.
0: <laughs> good times right after you told me you love me <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh god
1: <laughs>
0: okay I really
1: enjoyed Tez and uh Sherry's friendship too right their office friendship um where she was undercover and he was just trying to
0: live his life <laughs> so great and he was so sweet he was taking on all the grunt work because he was just like well if it's me then it's not somebody else that they're picking on and yeah. you know but then he finally he was just like nope, fuck this noise i can't handle yeah. it anymore and he like he quit and yeah. you know he stood up for tez and he did all that and then tez quits and it's her last day and she quits <laughs> so funny i love so it So funny, oh my god so good i love tez i love and then uh, she gives him contact information that's so <laughs> obscure I and know. so like, okay, if you're on your very last, like, yeah nerve, it's you can do anything else, call this yeah. number.
1: And it's, it's the, uh, he, he gets, his name is put on the no question list.
0: Yeah. NQA, no questions NQA. asked.
1: And I, I was like, Brevin we need to make an NQA list because yes. I feel like I, I agree. Like what, what is a
0: friendship without an NQA? List? I love that. I love that concept. You just call somebody me up too. and you say NQA, and we're like, "All right, all right, me? done." I'm in, I am driving across the border into Canada right now. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just that's okay. All right, grab my passport. You know I'm coming. That's the code word. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get her done. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've got a I'm shovel. I've got rope. I don't know what the situation is, but I feel like it'll help either way. Exactly.
0: I've got a unicorn outfit, a shovel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what do I need? I am in I'm in footy pajamas and I've got a shovel. Let's go. Yep.
0: <laughs> All contingencies covered at this stage. All you just got it. Bottle wine, you know, whole deal. <laughs> exactly. Um, also I love that this entire comic, in addition to being Be gay do crimes, is also an anti-smoking campaign
1: oh my God, that was so tragic out of nowhere. Right. (laughs) I was just like, okay, that's a weird little detail. Oh no. It has a horrifying, tragic backstory. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Abandonment issues, not just crush. Mm -mm.
1: Uh, 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 uh. Oh God. No. Um, So Sherry's sister dies of lung cancer and now Sherry is just like, the only unforgivable sin of anyone around him is if they smoke near him. And I'm just like, good Lord. And I love that Crush doesn't even know why yet. Like, he no. just does it. He's just like, okay, I can't smoke. You know? Yeah.
0: It's adorable. <gasps> yeah. Um, <laughs> I just, I, oh God. Some of the quotes here, like right off the bat, very first episode. Hmm and it's i can't keep living under capitalism anymore <laughs> relatable <sighs> and then like they're talking about like he gets drunk with his friends and they're trying to get home and he's wasted and he can't even walk and so he's being yeah. carried by i think bam yeah and uh, he's like i'll call an uber and bam's like an uber in this economy mm-hmm. <laughs> are you kidding who could afford it and okay can we talk about their movie night <laughs> when Jeez. they're like they're going to watch barbie movies and get drunk i That's love that whole plan and they're i like, want not say that which movie should we watch first the lesbian one obviously these all of them or can be lesbian if you try hard enough <laughs> it's true
1: they are a lot of people's gay awakening <laughs> right um broadway do you want to get drunk and watch the barbie movies with me sometime because it sounded so fun
0: nqa <laughs> <laughs> uh- <laughs> also tez seriously one of my favorite lines out of her this building isn't going to burn itself
1: as <laughs> i would die for tez i would oh, kill for tez everything. i would join the
0: anti-capitalist cult for tez a thousand percent join an anti-capitalist cult for just...
1: I, I maintain, I am, like, one pretty face away from turning evil at all times. Like, I discussed this about Shadow and Bone. Like, Ben Barnes says we would have rule the world with me. I'd be like, yes. Obviously. Yeah, <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> like... It's not my fault he's that hot. <laughs> I just... It's not. Like <laughs> It is not. It is not my
0: fault. Look, nature made him beautiful. And... What and are we going to do? Fortunately.
1: Nature also made me weak. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you know they say God gives uh, his toughest struggles to his toughest soldiers. So <laughs> well, I guess my struggles are not that tough. Because...
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a screen cap here of Thorn signing um and it's amazing i love thorn i love thorn yeah i love Thorn's. i, I character need more thorn yes. additional thorn like let's get thorn heavy episodes coming up please yeah, definitely i would love a thorn side comic i would love to get thorn's backstory i'd love thorn as a, as a main character i love I thorn like is is got a lot going on that we don't yeah. know about <laughs> especially considering this like straight up hot pumpkin daddy you like aesthetic he has oh going on. Oh my god! It's like the suspenders and the nice like, hair holy and shit. yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. And we get to spend a lot of time looking at his hands. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Thorn is fine. He may be the hottest character in here. He is. Can yeah. confess. Yeah. Oh, I love it.
1: No is pretty hot too, which is concerning. I think that's true. <laughs> I will say.
0: That's one is of true. my
1: favorite. I think about this all the time. <laughs> um, the uh there's one meme that came out of how I met your mother that always cracks me up. And obviously it's coming from a sexist place. I understand yeah. that. But I've, you know, interpreted in my brain. There's a scene where Barney is explaining that if you're going to date a crazy girl, she must be equally or more hot. <laughs> He creates, as you will appreciate, a flow chart and a, like, a graph yes, to yeah. explain this process. And I was like, well, at least no
0: is very hot. She is extremely hot.
1: And for the record, <laughs> listeners, I'm using crazy in a very like lighthearted, not talking about mental health way, to be yes. clear. Yeah. Just referencing how I met your mother. So it's Barty's
0: fault. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Uh, which obviously is an NPH thing. <laughs> yes. um Um, uh, this quote you know the law only benefits the rich and privileged if you're poor you're already fucked
1: yep oh facts for days
0: straight up Mm -hmm. oh god okay now I need to find more quotes I have them oh yep here we go oh when they start to get back into their cuteness, Uh I still have a lot of stuff to work on before I can be someone that's worthy of him
1: yeah so cute and also accurate. It, it extremely, extremely yep. accurate. Exactly. <laughs> My god, they're so messy.
0: But okay, seriously, Tez Tez is such a freaking star. Tez Tez is a steal, show stealer. She is a, a show stealer. Listen to this. Does a book begin just to end? Do you watch a movie just to finish it? Like legitimately. That what is so incredible. She's such a queen. No, you read the books for the journey. You listen to songs to dance and sing. You watch movies to escape and immerse in the emotions they evoke. Yeah. <gasps> She's so good. I love her. <laughs> God, Tez. I know. She's so great. And I love her assessing um, Sharif, like, kind of for the first time when she sees him lose his cool. Yeah. Like he has gone from this like sweet office worker. She was like, oh, I can be friends with him. He's so cute, but he'll never know the real me or whatever. And then he starts to like lose his mind and he gets his crazy eyes on and he's just Uh like, oh, oh, no, no, no. And he Uh says, I quit. And she's like, oh, you weren't protecting him from us. You're scared he will consume the syndicate whole. (laughs)
1: God, I know. He is the definition of character who got way more sexy when his life fell apart. Oh,
0: my God. It's wild.
1: Can we talk (laughs) about the many, many times that this comic gave us
0: emotional blue balls? Oh, my God. (laughs) That's the subtitle of this comic.
1: <laughs> Emotional blue balls. Maybe that's the episode title. That's too, the episode actually. title right there. <laughs> the the moment especially that stands out to me is the moment when, um, after making his uh, you know no questions asked call, he is like resting and injured in like the syndicate's place. Oh my god! And we see him, and then we see Crush on the other side of the door. Yeah. Again, cue Taylor Swift's other side of the door. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a song for everything, and it's, it's okay. true. He literally is like he puts his hand on the knob, and you're like, oh, and then he gets called away. And I was yeah. like, oh, bitch, <laughs> how dare you? How <laughs> oh, very dare! I just got emotional blue balls.
0: <laughs> oh my god! And especially with lines like this, you know, where it's, you know they're holding his face or whatever, and says being strong all the time is suffocating. Mm. I feel that in my soul same right like Mm -hmm. oh god i just this story i cannot it's so good
1: yeah i feel like this comic uh
0: came to the place where i lived and stabbed me in my sleep (laughs) yeah i mean it definitely definitely comes for you hard like it i I love it though i do yeah Um, i I
1: think i do too i think i'm working my way back around
0: I'm happy I could do that. <laughs> um, can we talk about the art a little? Please. Okay, because I love this sort of sketchy, yeah. barely there look to it that it starts Speaking with.
1: Speaking of things that will convince you this is not going to be as emotionally devastating as it is, that's
0: sweet, sweet art. I know. It's so cute. And, and there's something unfinished about it that appeals mm-hmm. to me and fits mm-hmm. the story, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it does. It Kind of suits that messiness,
1: yeah. And I think it lulls you into a false sense of security at first, too. Uh, yeah, that's like, true. Oh, this is so nice. Like it's got a Zocker vibe. Yeah. It is very much not Zocker.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> It definitely goes through some subtle and more significant changes, though, as it progresses. Like season two is fully into color. And I love that. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It's so beautiful. But it really doesn't lose that barely there sort of unfinished quality that I really, really enjoy. Yeah. It's raw. It's raw. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's it. Thank you. You're welcome. It's so raw. I love that
1: I just had a meta moment. I love that our dynamic is you say all these brilliant things and I think of a word and you're like, yes, you're brilliant. Like I said a word.
0: That does not detract from its brilliance.
1: This happens a lot on the show. (laughs) I just want you to know. I've noticed.
0: (laughs) Look, okay, it's part of my aphasia. I can find bigger words easier in my brain because they have fewer connections.
1: You you wax poetic and say all these beautiful things, and I'm just like joke
0: okay oh yeah Uh uh-huh because that's all you do miss I'm gonna get into the therapy of it all (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a monkey with symbols on the show just like (laughs) Uh uh uh-huh 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 mix I've been studying this my entire friggin life
1: (laughs) I just batted my eyes innocently I know you all can't see that so I thought I'd convey it (laughs) I felt like it came through There's a halo appearing miraculously over my head at the moment. Right. Like I don't know what you mean. I just hear for the jokes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh God. All right. Well, if you had to pick a moral for this story, what would it be? Oh, good Lord. <laughs> this was your idea.
1: <laughs> Why did I do this? <laughs> it was a great idea. You got it. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I think obviously, I mean, uh, obviously, the one that's like low-hanging fruit is just fuck capitalism. Fuck capitalism. Uh, but the <sighs> And the serious one would be more extensively um a lack of self-awareness can create, can make in you the problem you're trying to fix. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the unhinged one, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> I'm be... here for this. <laughs> I had three morals. Here we go. The unhinged one would be obviously, if you're gonna fall in love, make sure you fall in love with someone who's willing to kill to get you out of capitalism. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. If you if you don't have somebody that would burn the entire capitalist system to the ground for you, what are you even doing? What are you
0: even doing? That's true. Mm-hmm. I am very lucky. I feel like I could trust Steve to burn capitalism for me had it become is necessary. He, is he
1: here, Steve? Could you, <laughs> you burn capitalism? Could you say into the mic that you would burn <laughs> honestly i think if we got like a pure recording of steve saying that we'd have to mark this as like extra explicit for just porn
0: (laughs) right exactly oh my god
1: oh my god Uh, if he rolls up his sleeves while he says it i mean uh, it's over (laughs) i just yeah yeah there's me useless for the rest of (laughs) them do we we need to start a thirsty on two tiktok channel where we just have the like men of talking comics say things like fuck capitalism while their sleeves are hold up
0: no that's not the tiktok that's the only fans you're right i'm
1: so <laughs> sorry hey patriot idea <laughs> I'll pitch that. I'm going to pitch that on
0: Talking Comics for us, okay? They roll up their sleeves and say, fuck capitalism. Yeah,
1: say, fuck capitalism,
0: fuck the patriarchy, you know, I fuck love it. puritanical
1: standards. Yes. I feel like we'd have, we'll we have a whole series of it, um,
0: and it will be on our Patreon. I love this so much. Oh, my God, you can make it ringtones.
1: Oh, my God, you can make it ringtones. <laughs>
0: Exquisite. Oh my God. Okay. Well, we may have to edit that one out. So, but <laughs> we want to keep that one as a gem.
1: <laughs> oh my uh, God. What are we predicting? Yes. What but are we I, predicting I have predictions?
0: I have Please predictions. hit me with your predictions because okay. my
1: predictions are just the sound of a pterodactyl screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would
0: not be surprised.
1: Yeah. You know that that scene where Jake Peralta in Brooklyn 9 is playing the guitar and he just scurrying. <laughs> I don't know why I keep my thinking work. <laughs> that's my prediction. <laughs> no.
0: I mean I again wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Um so I think Shuri is definitely going to need to save Crush and likely everyone else's butt. Yes. His martial arts. He's going to go full John Wick. Exactly. That's that's coming in here. He's definitely full John Wicking. Um I have a fully like cracked prediction here though that he I would
1: too. I'm very excited. Okay, go.
0: He is actually going to team up with Tez mm. to take over the syndicate. I like it. Just fucking John Wick, everybody. I, yeah, and set it back to rights. Yeah. Rights. There's going to be a
1: scene. This is about to sound so much sexier than I mean for it to, but I, you know, I'm fine with it going that way as well. Um, <laughs> There's going to be a scene where Sherry has no on her knees for him, and yes. she has to make a decision in that moment yep. if she's going to get with his program or
0: not. Yes, and it's and- Chohan, not Rohan. Freaking Fricker. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were –
1: look, I was just like the guy. So yeah. we're already – you were so much better off than I was.
0: um you just <laughs> had Lord of the Rings on the brain. I did have always. Lord of the Rings on it because obviously I had Lord of the Rings on the brain <laughs>
1: the the writers of Rohan are, are are trans
0: kings exactly. And if you don't know what I mean, that's because you haven't read my very specific fan fiction that I just read first which I cannot <laughs> recommend highly enough <laughs> <laughs> oh, based so on you... nothing <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hey, doesn't have to be based on something because. No. I mean, let's be fair. I've also read your uh, Prodigal Son fanfic. so (laughs) I swear it was there in my head. (laughs) I read your fanfic before I watched the show. And when I say I was shocked. (laughs) She was confused. (laughs) So confused. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway.
1: What are we reading next, Chris? (laughs) Oh, my God. We need to about face hard and have some nice chill vibes we need to go somewhere sunny take a little vacation maybe have Mm -hmm. a little romantic spooks along the way because we are gonna finally read one of my top five favorite books of all time
0: this is not a horror movie yeah (laughs) spoiler (laughs) alert definitely a horror movie it is
1: Uh, (laughs) and I definitely picked this to force you to finally read it Yes. yes yes I did Yes. I mean, but isn't then again, that you essentially? this one to torture uh, me. So raise on that. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it is why we started a podcast. Indeed. So we could force each other to read things. <laughs> exactly. Against our will. Exactly. <laughs> Held hostage. As besties uh, do. As besties do. <laughs> with this one we're all gonna have fun with we are gonna take a collective breath
0: it is (laughs) deeply more fun well and i know i shouldn't say that i really 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 can't stress enough that i love cherry crush like i think it's a lot of fun i enjoy every second of reading it yes but i'm not in the same place yes so
1: if you are on the edge already maybe take a breath before you read
0: cherry crush yeah and that's fair that's absolutely fair there are all sorts of things in my life I have not been able to appropriately enjoy because I was not in the place for it not because they weren't good
1: that's real headspace is a thing it's a thing but we try anyway and that's important exactly and then (laughs) we go cry and read a hopeless romantic book instead
0: exactly (laughs) (laughs) oh my god see my sexy spreadsheet (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: Yes. So until we take that little summer vacation together,
0: see you next time. Stay thirsty. Bye. And where can our listeners find you, Bronwyn? You can find me on all the things at Shiny Baby Bee. I mostly live on Twitter, where I usually am tweeting about what I'm reading, because I'm always reading.
1: (laughs) And you can find me on Twitter at The Myth of Psyche, where I tweet about feminism, psychology, and also what I am reading. And you can find me also on Gotham Outsiders,
0: a podcast talking about queerness and feminism in the Bat family with my co-host, TJ. And you should also be checking out our parent podcast at Talking Comics on Twitter, or you can email them at podcast at TalkingComicBooks.com. And if you want to uncork more
1: web comics goodness from our show, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Thirsty on Tune,
0: where we should be reading, drinking, and being nerdy. And then Steve walked in.
1: (laughs) As we hit record, listeners, Steve appears. A wild Steve appears. A wild
0: Steve appears.
1: Hi, Steve. Do you want to Mm -hmm. say hi on the show? Say hi into the mic. Say hello into the mic. He didn't do it. He's going to. Oh,
0: okay. I can't see. Hello into the mic. (laughs) How did I know? How did I know? Thank you for the dad joke, honey. You really was. Love you. His
1: cat dad energy yeah, yeah, yeah. is really so, coming out in those cat oh, yeah. dad jokes.
0: Oh. <laughs> I'm usually a lot funnier. Can <laughs> confirm. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And it was pretty funny. <laughs> For the record, uh, listeners,
1: I cannot see Steve at all because there's a background on Bronwyn Zoom. And so he just appeared as a voice and nothing else to my perspective. Not creepy at all. No. No. Nope. Anyway.